In-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News Today. The Austin ISD School Board is running out of time to make a major decision. It needs to vote on how involved the state should be when it comes to the district's special education department. Good morning, everyone. I'm Sally Hernandez. And I'm Tom Miller. The board has to make a decision before the end of this month. Last week, the district deciding to postpone the vote to today. Texas Education Agency finding Austin ISD repeatedly issued and missed evaluation deadlines for students who may need special education services. This proposal would give Austin ISD the least severe method of intervention, a monitor. Last month it promised to do better for special education in Austin's public schools. We know the breadth, depth, and seriousness of the challenges facing our special education program. That monitor would be able to observe and report to the state, but that's only if the district agrees to meet dozens of deadlines and requirements. That would include spending half the board meeting time on student outcomes. If the district agrees to the deal, it would also be waiving the ability to appeal future state intervention. First warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry. Well, good morning to you. Let's start with a live look outside. This is down in southeast Austin. The view courtesy of our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies friends. We've got mainly clear sky, dry area wide. Not expected to see a whole lot in the way of rain today. There's a 10% chance of an isolated shower or storm later this afternoon, but for the most part, we're gearing up for just another hot and mainly dry day. Temperatures this morning in the 70s, 75 in Austin, 73 in Marble Falls, lower 70s out west. Lower 70s out east, meaning temperatures are actually a little cooler in most locations because of that cold front that pushed through. Temperature difference a little more noticeable out in our eastern counties than it is in the hill country, but we'll take a nice cooler start to the day, right? Especially because these afternoon highs not exactly working in our favor. They should be much cooler this time of year, but we have another afternoon in the 80s to 90s. 86 by lunchtime, forecast high 96. That matches where we were yesterday at our hottest and again just a 10% chance of a stray storm coming up the forecast trending hotter and drier we're taking a look at some of those changes and how we'll finish September plus an early look at your weekend forecast all coming up in your first warning weather cleanup continues after the hailstorm that we saw on Sunday and you can see right here behind us a map that shows bright blue and that's the hail as it rained on Central Texas dumping chunks of ice from north of Georgetown going south and KXAN's Brianna Hollis shows us what the damage looks like here in Austin a shocked Joshua Brisbane took this video Sunday night. A traumatic amount of banging. It shows car after car with smashed windows, distant lightning strikes as their backdrop. In the daylight, the parking lot still littered with leaves and remnants from the previous night's storm. And for the unlucky ones, tarps over car windows. And for the even more unlucky ones, gaping holes instead of windshields. Seeing my neighbor's uh, property being destroyed like this, it's uh, deeply troubling. This fate so could have been that of Anthony Gentles, who lives blocks away. When I was watching football, I saw the news ticker at the bottom of the screen, and it was saying that there was a hailstorm coming. He stood in front of a pristine car Monday afternoon because of a call from his roommate. He told me uh, to move the car over to the garage that's right down the street, and I pulled in over there, and there were already people from the neighborhood kind of just waiting. The two of them made it there just in time, and even in a covered lot, didn't fully escape from the storm. 
with water pouring through the cracks of the parking garage. But still a much better scenario than what many woke up to Monday morning. Luckily, I was able to avoid all the uh, all this hail. I've never seen hail like this anywhere before. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. According to the Insurance Council of Texas, comprehensive car insurance should cover hail damage to your vehicle's body, windshield, and interior. Liability coverage typically doesn't cover that. Car dealerships are also feeling the damage from the storm. You may have seen this Hyundai and a video from the dealership there showing those shattered windshields, dented hoods, and roofs all over the lot. The general manager of Steel GMC Round Rock saying his dealership also has some cracked windshields, but nothing this major. He says there's going to be deals on some of the damaged cars if you're looking to get it done. He also says that they're starting to see delays from the auto workers strike and that can make it even harder to get parts for repairs. Well, today, Travis County commissioners are taking another pass at Central Health's budget. The hospital district you voted on in 2004 wants to bump how much taxpayers pay every year, roughly $56 next year. But Travis County commissioners say they didn't want to sign off on that tax hike without Central Health, including money for health care in the jail and mental health diversion. We legally uh, would have the authority to do that but it would be a serious impact to central health. And I don't think any of us wants to hurt their ability to provide more health care for the poor, but we want them to, we want to see them doing more of that. The Central Health Board met last night to make some changes. The board committed to better understanding those services and how they fit into the health district's mission and committed some money for short-term solutions. This morning, the Hayes School District is a step closer to getting 15 school resource officers. This is in order to meet new state requirements. Each campus needs an armed officer under this new law that went into effect this month. The board approving the superintendent's request last night to the Hayes County Sheriff's Office for these additional officers. Right now, the district has 25 campuses and 15 SROs. Dripping Springs ISD is joining a long list of other school districts suing the head of the Texas Education Agency. In a meeting last night, the district decided they wanted to join the lawsuit. This legal challenge is over the TEA's decision to change how the state grades schools. The districts are asking a judge to temporarily stop the state from issuing ratings based on these new methods. The lawsuit against Education Commissioner Mike Morath alleges the changes will arbitrarily lower performance ratings even if their performance improved. The results of the new rating system were set to be released this Thursday, but the TEA recently announced it will delay that release. It wants more time to go over the data. Government shutdown is looming. What is Congress doing to avoid it? And how the attempt to scrub medical debt from people's credit scores could impact you. Good morning. It is Tuesday as we kick off uh, the September, the 26th day of September here on KXA News Today. A live look outside back at downtown from South Austin. Thanks for being with us. I want to tell you the federal government set to shut down in just four days. This is unless Congress passes a stopgap funding bill. NBC News' Ryan Nobles has more details on the consequences some Americans will face if a shutdown happens. Coming up next on Today. 
We continue to inch closer to a government shutdown. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill have yet to find that breakthrough that both Republicans and Democrats can agree to that would pass us even a short-term spending plan that would keep the government open. Meanwhile, millions of government workers all across the country are facing the prospect of not being paid. Some of them will be forced to come to work and not get a paycheck. Those include members of the military, the Coast Guard, Border Patrol, and the TSA. We'll introduce you to one of those TSA workers and introduce you to the anxiety that they are dealing with coming up on the Today Show. Still have the chances that a case ends up back in the Texas Supreme Court as former employees who accused Attorney General Ken Paxton of retaliating against them aren't giving up. Some tips if your car was damaged in the hailstorm, how you can make your own repairs. Good morning all. What a season it's been so far for the Longhorns. We're going back in time to the last time Texas played Kansas as to why this game is still motivating Texas now. Good morning. This is a live look from downtown Austin. You can see uh, some of the skyscrapers there in the foreground. UT Tower in the backdrop as we kick off this Tuesday morning. And on Thursday, the House Oversight Committee will hold its first impeachment inquiry hearing into President Joe Biden. It announced the date yesterday. It's after House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced the opening of a formal impeachment inquiry earlier this month. This is the hearing that will be led by Republican House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer of Kentucky. It's expected to focus on the evidence House Republicans have uncovered regarding President Biden's knowledge of and his role in families, domestic and international business practices. All right, how about this? After days of rumors and speculation, it seems like Taylor Swift and NFL superstar Travis Kelsey are dating. Swift stole the spotlight when she attended Kelsey's game in Kansas City versus the Chicago Bears over the weekend. Swift fans are in a total frenzy over this rumored romance. Some have wondered if this could be a blitz for PR. One fan talking to NBC saying the pop star has plenty of that already. I don't think she needs to do anything in terms of publicity. Like, I think she's the biggest household name in the world at this point, and anything she touches, like, turns to gold, basically. So uh, for him, it might it might be. But I think she like actually, I think they're cute together. I don't know, I think they're adorable. <laughs> Next on today, more on the overlap of football and the power of Taylor Swift. Oh, I, I hope it really works out. What, you don't think so? I don't think she's the one that needs help. <laughs> like what, PR? PR wise, I, get that. I think if anything, maybe him. But yeah, yeah she. I agree, she needs no help yeah. as far as attention, popularity, sure. all sure. of that. Well, just, I mean, a few days earlier, she was seen with one of the Jonas Brothers' ex-wives, you know, who's in a nasty dispute. And, you know, that was one way of they were saying she gives PR to other people yes. who may yeah. need it. So. Everybody needs yes. a girlfriend. I like that. <laughs> Let me show you what's going on with your forecast here because we've got really quiet weather y'all it's not a whole lot that I'm worried about you you ready we're Let's ready do it. you guys ready let's do it okay September 2023 96 yesterday we didn't see as much of the uh, rain activity as what we were initially thinking honestly I think our just our atmosphere got pooped out it was too worked over from the storms we had Sunday night it couldn't couldn't rejuvenate and get the it's act together for more storms yesterday so because of that less cloud clever less rain hotter temperatures. As far as what's going on with the overall trend here, we can expect our weather to kind of take a back seat here. We're going to sit in this nice quiet pattern moving forward. A lot of that clear sky up top 
You'll notice Lady Bird Johnson uh, Wildflower Center looks pretty good down there in South Austin. 73 degrees. We're in the low to mid 70s now, but it's a quick warm up today with mid 80s by lunch forecast high 96 for perspective. The average high 89. So we're warm by a good five degrees hotter than where we should be for this day. As far as that rain chance goes, this is 10% or less. It's not something that I'm super worried about. I think if anything, those clouds get a little dark on the bottom. This afternoon, they're here and they're gone. No severe weather, no flooding concerns, not a whole lot that I think that is going to ruin your day. And we're going to continue to see this hot, mainly dry pattern all the way through the weekend. Now, quick look at your weekend weather shows those temperatures not moving, right? We'll slide those mid-90s every single day into the weekend. Mix of sun and clouds. Hot start to October. Really, we've got nothing in the way of a weather maker or active weather to talk about in this week's forecast. So just specifically highlighting the numbers, 96 for today. Same thing tomorrow. Thursday looking to be one of the hotter days, but not by wide margin. Still at 97. We hold those mid-90s all the way through the weekend, looking like a hot game out there at DKR on Saturday as Texas takes on Kansas. You'll notice those overnight lows uh, pretty much the same every day as well. Low 70s every morning through the start of next week. Kristen, thank you. It was an emotional day as people were allowed back into their neighborhood more than a month after the deadly wildfire in Lahaina, Hawaii. They walked through this area assessing the damage, looking for any of their precious belongings yesterday. Maui County has warned people that many dangers remain here. Burn sites could still be covered with hazardous materials like ash. There's also potentially asbestos heavy materials, byproducts of plastic, combustion, and other chemicals. These wildfires damaged or destroyed nearly 3,000 homes and businesses. The Austin Animal Center is having trouble meeting its animal care goals. That's according to a new city audit. The report found the shelter's success in meeting its no-kill goal came at the expense of animal care. The audit pointed to the fact that shelter had to close its intake of new animals because of overcrowding a year ago. Well, tomorrow the city auditor plans to share its full report along with recommendations about what to do next to the audit finance committee. We'll let you know what they decide. Unpaid medical bills hurting credit scores could be a thing of the past. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is drafting a rule to ban the practice they say unfairly harms roughly one in five Americans. Credit decisions should be based on somebody's ability to repay a debt, not based on an unexpected medical emergency. The Bureau reports nearly $90 billion in medical bills are currently in collections. Supporters for the change say it will benefit low-income Americans. In less than two weeks, more than 18,000 workers have walked off the job. It's the ongoing United Auto Workers strike against the big three U.S. automakers. And in just the next couple of hours, they could be joined on the picket line by President Biden. He's expected to travel from the White House to Detroit to meet with union leaders later today. NBC's Jay Gray is outside a Ford plant in Wayne, Michigan, where union members are striking. The picket line on day 11 of the strike is getting political. Yes, I support, I always support you. Later today, President Joe Biden expected to be the first sitting president to join striking union workers during a walkout, supporting a group of employees he says sacrificed pensions and paychecks to save the automakers a decade ago. I think the UAW gave up an incredible amount back when the automobile industry was going under. And I think that now that 
the industry is roaring back. They should participate in the, in the benefit. His trip to Detroit comes a day ahead of a scheduled visit from former president and the current frontrunner for the 2024 Republican nomination, Donald Trump, who continues to question the Biden White House commitment to electric vehicles. Electric cars are going to be made in China. The auto workers are not going to have any. I'll tell you what, the auto workers are being sold down the river by their leadership and their leadership should endorse Trump. Yet to endorse a candidate, UAW President Sean Fain has said another Trump presidency would be a, quote, disaster. Money, money, you, yeah. Of course, the vote that both sides in this contract are most concerned with is on a new contract. And right now, they seem nowhere near a deal. Jay Gray, NBC News, Wayne, Michigan. Back here in Austin, signs that ACL Music Festival is just around the corner are already evident at Zilker Park. You can see parts of the Great Lawn shut down, crews preparing for tens of thousands of visitors coming for two weekends of music. City's reminding people it probably isn't the best idea to drive there. Recommends people take the free shuttle, take a bus, walk or bike. Police are conducting a no refusal initiative as well from October 5th through the 16th, meaning judges will be on standby to get warrants to draw blood from suspected drunk drivers who refuse a breathalyzer test. ACL is the first and second weekend of October. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning all. Two years ago, five and seven season for Texas. Some sad faces like that. The Longhorns lost a lot of tough games. One of them in Waco against the Baylor Bears coming down to the wire. Steve Sarkeesian said Saturday this year, a big win in Waco, man, a bit more for the guys that were on that 2021 team. Two years ago, also, yeah, a loss about as tough as they come at the hands of the Kansas Jayhawks. The unthinkable, the one that kind of epitomized that season. You see old Frank Keandre Coburn, how he reacted there. 57 and 56 loss in overtime to the Jayhawks. Both teams have really ascended since bowl game last year for Kansas, undefeated and ranked now. We obviously know what Texas is doing. Eight wins a season ago, back to their old friend in the Alamo Bowl. Now ranked number three in the country. That loss to Kansas back in 2021 with the good old fashioned healing powers of time, not the worst thing. In a weird way, I'm kind of glad it happened. Right, because it exposed some warts in our program that needed to get removed. And if we hadn't removed those warts, we might not be where we are today in our program. And so sometimes, you know, not all storms come to, to, to cause, you know, issues in your life. Some storms come to clear the path. And I felt like that storm cleared a path for us on what we needed to do in our program to move forward. Big words there from Sark. Let's go back to Sunday night while you were asleep or some sort of nocturnal creature or you work on KXN morning shift. Austin FC played well into the AM and for the ninth straight match, they did not get a full three points. Weather delay, it was pretty ugly at Q2 Stadium. Pushed the start time to just before midnight. Wind, rain, most importantly to push it back. Lightning. When it did get going, those outstanding Verde and Black fans were treated to some good offense, especially in the first three quarters of the game. Miliano Rigoni putting the Verde and Black up 3-1 to one there late, but a late goal in the 89th minute made it 3-2. to two. A later one here in stoppage time in the 94th tied it. More heartbreak for Austin FC. No, they did not lose, but they really need three points this late in the season. Another chapter in a difficult campaign for the Verde and Black. 
Yeah, I think it's a small snapshot of what we what we are and have been this year. I think at, at moments extremely good and very very um, clinical and going in the attack, breaking the opposition, um, and then very insecure moments when we give up a goal or give up a chance. And um, it's it's the you know, the two sides of the coin for us. And it's um, you know it's something that we obviously has cost us a lot of points on uh, at home and on the road. Austin currently out of the playoff picture. Upcoming match Saturday at Colorado. They probably need to win this one and at least a couple more to get back into what they hope is another playoff run. We'll send it back to you. For those listening in on the KXAN Today podcast, thanks for being with us. Here's what we're tracking at 5 on KXAN Today. The new project making things safer for students as street improvements come to Southeast Austin.